Shalom to all. Today's daf is the first daf of Yerushalmi Trumas. That's daf Aleph. And today's daf and all of Yerushalmi has been sponsored by Ilu Nishmas, Mars, Miriam, Sar, Bas, Yaakov, Moshe, and Beschos. All the Torah being learned in her honor. Her Nishama should have a tremendous aliyah. And we should all be zeichah to vetsim b'mishpatipada with the coming of Mashiach Tzidkenu b'mheir of Yomenu. Now in Eretz Yisrael, once a person harvests his produce and gathers it all together, it becomes chayv to have certain portions separated from it. First, Truma, that's for the Kayin. Then Meiser, that's for the Levi. The Levi also has to separate Truma's Meiser from his Meiser and give that to the Kayin. And important to note, Trumas Meiser is a form of Truma. And then, depending on the year of the Shemitah cycle, either Meiser Shani or Meiser Ani is separated. Now, it's also to eat produce before Truma is separated, and one that does so is Chayv Misa Bidei Shemaim. That's very harsh. However, this is only once the produce officially becomes Chayv in Truma. At that stage, it's called Tevel. But before this stage, this Isser does not apply because it's not yet Chayv in Truma. And it's only considered Tevel once the processing is complete. And this is usually determined by Miruach when the produce is gathered in a pile and smoothed out. Now, the Torah does not tell us exactly how how much truma needs to be separated in order to potter the produce. And therefore, according to the most basic halacha, even a tiny amount, a mashahu, will potter the pile. However, the chamim did set a minimum amount one should give, and that's either a 40th, 50th, or 60th of the produce. Now, what type of produce is chayv in truma? So over here we have machlaikas. The only types mentioned in the Torah are dagon, tirash, and yetzar, grain, grapes, and olives. And because of this, many hold that truma of other produce is only midrabanan. Others, on the other hand, hold that all produce is chayv in truma midiraisa, except for vegetables. Now we know that only Kehanim, their family members, and servants are allowed to eat truma, and it has to be treated with a special level of Kedusha, and therefore one may only eat, drink it, or use it for anointing. And further, it's actually a mitzvah to eat truma, and a bracha is recited, Asher al truma. So first Mishnah begins by talking about a number of people who are not allowed to separate truma. Chamisha la Yisraimu. There are five who are not allowed to separate truma, vimtarmu, and if they did separate truma, ain't truma san truma, it's not valid at all. The first three are a grouping that we find all across Mishnah and Shas, Hacher someone who's deaf mute, Hashaita, someone who's considered halachically not all there, and a Katan, someone who's under our mitzvah. And this is all because they don't have any Das. They're not considered to have the proper faculties in order that their Machshava, that this is Truma, should work. Number four is Vatar Mashayna Shaloi, someone who takes Truma off of something that's not theirs. And number five, if a non Jew takes Truma off of a Yid's produce, even though the Yid told him to do so, in all these cases, ain't Truma and Truma, and the Truma is not valid. Commission continues, a cherish who can speak but he cannot hear, which means he's only mute but he's not deaf. Lo Yisrael, he should not separate truma. Vimtar, but if he did do so, truma say truma, it's valid. Bidiyaved. And this, is according to the man to Amar, that when a person says a bracha, he has to be able to hear what he's saying. And since this cherish can't hear, lechatchila, he shouldn't be separating truma. And the mission just clarifies what was the cherish that we mentioned bebeforehand. Cherish they were chacham b'chamakayim. When the chacham mentioned a cherish in all places, that's referring to somebody she'enu lo yishemayav v'loymedaber. He cannot hear or speak. Cyrus, a katan who has not brought two Cyrus yet, meaning he doesn't have two pubic hairs. Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yehuda says, Truma say Truma, his Truma is valid. Now Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yehuda says, Imat shalai bala oynas nadarim, ain't Truma say Truma. If he hasn't reached the stage of oynas nadarim, which means he understands what it means to make a nether, so his Truma is not valid. However, Mishabala oynas nadarim, Truma say Truma, once he reaches the stage of oynas nadarim, his Truma is valid because we consider him to have enough das to separate Truma, and this is usually right before bar mitzvah for a boy and right before bas mitzvah for a girl. I think begins by explaining the first part of Meshna Chamisha La Yisrael Mavuchulu. So Shmuel Bar Nachman Shmuel Akulin Men Hacha. Shmuel Bar Nachman heard of the source for all these things that we mentioned in Mishnah from the following pasuk. The pasuk says Dabra Bnei Yisrael Yichuli Truma. What do we learn from his first part that says Bnei Yisrael Prat Lagai? This excludes a guy. He's not considered Bnei Yisrael. Meis Kol Ish. The pasuk continues Prat Lakatan. This excludes a Katan. He's not considered an Ish. The pasuk continues Asher Yidvenu Libai Prat Lecherish Lashaita. This excludes a Cherish and a Shaita, and that's because he doesn't have Nidiva slave. We consider these people not to have enough. Das, that 
that when they give something, it comes from their heart. On top of the pasuk continues, This excludes someone who takes truma off of something that's not theirs, and this is the source for all the five things that we had in the Mishnah. However, now the Gemara asks, Why don't we say that the maisa that they did, the physical act of separating the truma, that proves what their machshava was? We say they didn't really have the proper machshava, but by the fact that they physically separated truma, that should show that their machshava was that they wanted to separate truma. We have a Mishnah over there, which is a Masech's Machshirim, that shows us that this does exist. Now, this Mishnah is talking about We know that produce cannot be Makabotoma until it becomes wet. And a further condition of this is that it has to become wet al the owner. He has to want it to become wet. But if it becomes wet, just stam, and he didn't want it, so it's still not Moksha Lakabotoma. It can't be susceptible to Toma, and therefore, if something Tame falls on it or touches it, it's not going to be Tame. So, what does Mishnah say? Let's say Kherashet or Katan brought produce on top of the roof. Even though they did so because they wanted the dew to fall on it, this produce is not bechiyutan, which is the phrase that's used to say that it's mokshel kabel toma. So we're saying it's not mokshel kabel toma. Why so? That's because a chershet and a katan has a maisa, but not a machshava. Just because they brought this produce on the roof, and it seems that they did so because they wanted to get wet from the dew, still we don't link this maisa machshava because it's possible that they brought it on the roof for a totally different reason. Maybe there were worms coming out of it, and they didn't want in the house, say so they brought it out of the house onto the roof. However, if Ezu Maisa Shalahen, when is it that we say that their Maisa is indicative of what their Machshava was? So if Chuna Omar, that's when they're holding on to them, trying to catch dew with it, however that would work, that clearly shows that they want the dew to fall on it, and so we have a very clear situation where the Maisa, the Cher and Katan, shows us what their Machshava is, and so we do see they have Machshava. And furthermore, Tanin Taman, we have a mission over there, also Machshirin, also having to do with Hachshir of food, Harita Cher of a Katan, if a Kherashat or Katan brought an animal down to the river to drink, and when the animal came out, there was water on its legs, and that water fell into produce, even though the Kherashat or Katan thought that it's a good thing for the feet of this animal to be washed by the water, and that means the water is something that they want, still in a Bechiyutan. We don't view this as Bechiyutan, which means again that the produce is not Moshal Kabotoma, and why is that? Because maybe they're able to do an action, but we don't link a Machshava to a Maisa, and that's because there's nothing over here that's in that they actually want the water. However, when is it that we view their Maisa as an indication of what their Machshava is? When they rub water on their animal's legs, so we clearly see that they want that water, and when the water falls on produce, so then we say it is Bechiyutan. We say the same thing here. And their Maisa shows us what their Machshava was. And therefore, the Maisa of separating Truma should show that their Machshava is that they want to separate Truma, and it should be valid. So says in Rav Vo, who says B'Shem Rav Yechanan, and Rav Zeir says B'Shem Rabbanin, that the Pasuk tells us differently. The Pasuk says, And what do we learn from this word, V'nechshav? And this word of of this Pasuk, that has to do with Truma, obviously, because it says, tells us that we're focused only on the Machshav of the person, not the Maisa. And that leads us to say, Something that the Pasuk says about it, the word Machshava, so a Maisa done, does not show us what the person's Machshava was. But if the Pasuk doesn't say anything about machshava, so a person's maisa could show us what his machshava is. And the kind over here, when we're dealing with truma, since the Pasuk says the word machshava, 
ain't maisa shleim echich machshava say. A person's maisa is not indicative of what his machshava was, at least from a halachic perspective. And therefore, this person has to be somebody that's considered a bal machshava or a bar das in order for his truma to work. And since the chershet and katan are not bar das, they don't have machshava. Therefore, their maisa doesn't tell us anything about what their machshava was. We're going to stop today. We pick up tomorrow. Continue to talk about this concept. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.